You're listening to the Who's Taking Watch podcast. Hey there, I'm Brad, the editor and DM of Who's Taking Watch, a show where my friends and I dive into our favorite literary worlds and use the rules of 5th edition D&D to tell some real high-effort improvised fan fiction. If you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, that means that you're listening to the audio-only version of our podcast. To check us out in video, you can follow Who's Taking Watch on YouTube as we release new episodes Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. However you are listening to us, thanks so much for tuning in, and I hope that you stick around. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Who's Taking Watch, The Dragon's Might. Uh, my name is Bradley, and I will be your DM for this, the very first arc of our new show. Uh, this is a anthology D&D actual play series where this group of a bunch of friends and DMs uh, take turns telling stories in our favorite worlds of fiction and, you know, playing some 5th uh, edition Dungeons & Dragons while we're at it. So, like I mentioned, my name is Brad, and why don't we go around and just introduce ourselves real quick. I'm Zach. I'm... I'm Victor. I'm Michelle. And I'm Marty. And together we are the Spice Girls. <laughs> uh, Shotgun scary. Now, uh, real quick, if you're just happening upon this uh, out of the blue and wondering where a good place to start is, uh, this is it. This is the <laughs> first episode it. that we're taping for this show. Um, so you're in the perfect place to start. Uh, if you're here in the future and we have kept up with what we've planned, we'll have plenty of other series of different worlds and stories to take part in, but this is where we're all beginning. Now, uh, at the time that you're watching this, you will be able to watch the first three sessions of our game online on our YouTube page, after which our episodes will be coming out every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, but for now, you get a little sneak peek of the first three. Uh... So just a couple of ground rules, sort of just to talk about what the scope of what we're doing here is. Uh, this is an arc that I'm really excited to be, to be telling in one of my favorite fantasy worlds, which is Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. Now, uh, that's not to say that this is remotely canonical. Uh, this is just us envisioning uh, unexplored parts of one of my favorite worlds and trying to tell a story in them. Uh, so these events are going to be taking place sort of uh, concurrent and just before the events of the first book, The Eye of the World, uh, which also sort of lines up with the first season of the show on Amazon that's just been airing, which um, as someone whose favorite series is The Wheel of Time and whose favorite uh, show is Survivor, seeing Rafe Judkins run a show of The Wheel of Time is a unique delight for me. Um, uh, so I'm really going to do my best to keep no spoilers beyond the first book and and beyond the first season, but for those of you who are a little bit further on into the series, such as myself, uh, there'll hopefully be a couple of little interesting Easter eggs in there. Um, just as a last note, this is so exciting. Uh, what you don't know is that we've been preparing for this throughout various stages of the pandemic, uh, which if you're way in the future, Google that, it's a wild ride. Uh, <laughs> we've been preparing this for a long time, and I'm just really excited to be telling a fun story in one of my favorite worlds with uh, some of my favorite storytellers. So, without any further ado, I think that we are going to turn the page and begin our very first episode of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. By golly. 
The wheel of time turns, and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave birth to it comes again. In one age, called the Third Age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose at the mouth of the river Eldar. The wind was not the beginning, there are neither beginnings nor endings in the turning of the Wheel of Time, but it was a beginning. Tumbling over the choppy surf that gave proof to the name of the Sea of Storms, this wind blew north, quickly past the bustling city of Ebudar, and through vast plain and wood. Through bough and branch, this wind wound its way northward along the Eldar, where crisp Altaran sunsets gave way to the frigid frost of the early Gieldinin morning. Westward the wind traveled, picking up with it first rain, then an unseasonable snow that dusted the land in white. Winding away from the river, the wind descended upon a hilltop copse of trees, where it bit at the fading flame of a flickering campfire. A sleeping figure curled in a ball at its foot shivered in restless slumber as their companion pulled their hood tighter around their face, squinting into the dull gray morning in a vain attempt to spy their destination, hidden by yet another sudden squall of thick snowflakes. And now if you'll permit me to be a little bit cheeky here, who's taking watch? <laughs> <laughs> See what he did there. Oh boy. Definitely uh, uh, probably took the, the night watch. I was going to say if it's, if it's heading from night into morning, it's probably you. Yeah. So, uh, Definitely got my back up, bundled up. It's cold, right? It's cold, yeah, yeah. Snow's falling uh, out of season. Yeah. So I'm checking about. I'm the one who's up right now. Okay. Describe, uh, Zach, describe what we would see if mm. we followed this wind and saw your character. Yeah, I stick out just a little bit in the squall, only because the coverings that I have are a dark color. Green, brown... Blackish. I have a large cloak that covers me and whatever you can see of my armor. Um, I have short kind of jet black hair that's cropped in all sorts of sides that jet out from under my hood. I've got some small cuts that you can see I've gotten into my fair share of fights. Um, I'm tallish, about six foot, but you can't really tell when I'm sitting. Um, I look like a loner, an outlander. And as this lone outlander sits squinting, you you could almost spy the shape of what it is you're camping above the the next town that that you're about to walk into. You can almost spy it through the snow, but every time that you think you found a shape, another blown squall of of snow takes it away from right out in front of you. And it's a bitterly cold uh, night. Not as cold as nights can be, but for this, still not quite the end of the year. Um, this is colder than most winters typically would get. And rather than snow that sort of falls and dissipates, um, there's some snow sort of sticking on the ground a little bit here. Yeah, I'm regretting not lighting that fire that Tal wanted. Yeah, you could see uh, last night 
uh, your companion was arguing for maybe a bit of a taller fire and, and you wanted to keep it low. And now uh, keeping it low is maybe a bit of a regrettable yeah. uh, choice. Um, but you do notice that the sun has somewhere out there probably risen because it's gone from you know, just the immediate vicinity that you could see of uh, the snow blowing around in front of you to now seeing this gray illuminating it. And you could tell that it's probably, in spite of the cloud cover, morning by now. Mm. Yeah. Well, at that point, I'll uh, probably take my foot a little bit and just nudge my companion sleeping. Try to wake them up. Boy. Tao will be fully, fully ensconced in the bedroll. And instead of seeing a head pop up, you just kind of see a rolling where just this part of the face comes out. And you hear a voice say, where do you think cold comes from? Everywhere. We need to get up. But, but if we know where cold comes from, then we can make it go away. Right? That's how that works. If it was that simple... Everyone would do it. No. We need to hurry to the next town when the market's open. Yeah, fine. And so Tao will kind of crawl out of his bedroll. Try to grab his cloak as quickly as possible, wrap it around him. like. Yeah, and in that moment that Tao is no longer a sleeping bag, I think it's one of like the cocoon ones. Uh, <laughs> the, the moment that Tao is no longer a sleeping bag with a face, uh, what do we see of, of your character, Michelle? Um, Tal is, uh, slim, average height, um, short cropped brown hair, uh, tan skin. You can tell that he's spent a lot of his time outside. Mm. Um, uh, if you look at his clothes, very clearly farmer's clothes, nothing, nothing fancy about him. You'd almost expect to see some straw still stuck in his hair. Um, and he's kind of, uh bouncing from one gangly foot to the other, trying to pull on his boots. Yeah, uh, and, and you guys uh, managed to get yourselves up and, uh, you know, you've been traveling together, but the, the weather has gotten consistently worse. And whereas I think in previous mornings, maybe you might have trained together, sparred together, tried to sharpen your skills. I think there's an unspoken agreement between you guys that this is not the morning for that. Um... As, as the snow does start to clear a little bit. And you see down below you on, on the top of this sort of hilltop that you've uh, taken shelter in this little sand of trees, you see that underneath you, back from the other side of the hill that you're standing on, uh, the river Eldar winds back around until it comes into uh, connection with a town. Uh, Tal, this might be the biggest town you've ever seen. Some of these inns look like they have... Is that... Stone roofs? Looks like a big deal. Have you ever seen a town that big? No. That's why I want you to stick by me when we go into this one. We're not splitting up. No errands? Not in this town. I did, I did a really good job with the you, other errands. Excellent job. I excellent. got you those lockpicks. You did. You did. And I don't think I'll doubt your skills anymore. Is our, uh... 
I'm, st I'm still your squire? Until otherwise notified. Yeah, of course. Okie doke. Bundle up. And I'll start walking. Gear up my swords, my shield, just a bunch of weapons and daggers and start heading out. Tal frantically starts grabbing his bags. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Trying to, clinking and clanking, trying to catch up. I feel like as many weapons as you have, you have as many like uh, like outdoor travel survival essentials <laughs> that you buy for your dad on Father's Day. You know, there's my flint and steel. There's my waterproof kindling wrap. There's my yeah. There's, there's the big pot that's good for the rabbits. Uh, what do you What do you guys uh, sort of looking for? You mentioned the market as you wanted mm -hmm. to head into town. So as you guys are making this walk down, there's no one really else on the road. Um, and you could see even, like, uh, it seems like this is a pretty, maybe an important trade stop in that there are three stone piers outside uh, uh, on the river of this town, but they are not attended to at all right now. And you could see even most of the river uh, by where the piers are at is covered in white. And the river is still flowing through the middle. It's not frozen over. But uh, it looks like there's maybe been a disruption to the regular trade routes in here. So it's pretty uh, bare in terms of people making their way into the town. But what is it that you're looking for necessarily when you're going in? So... I'm assuming that we've caught some game in our travels. Sure. So at this point, I'm just trying to get the jump on anybody who might be starting their market or traveling with their wares. Get a jump on them. Be like, hey, you don't got to move this product today. We'll buy it from you fresh right here. Try to get in before there's large crowds of people. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, as, as you walk in, uh, you see uh, the sounds of a, a town, which you've been without for a little while here, maybe about the last week or so. Um, but there is still, nonetheless, a bustling atmosphere here. This is a town that has stone walls surrounding it. Uh, it has uh, paved, like, cobblestoned roads. And so even in this cold, you can see that most of the snow is already clear off of, uh, off of the roads as, as uh, people take very reluctant horses uh, and, and donkeys to carry their carts uh, seemingly towards the town square as you enter and see a sign upon entry of the town that says, Welcome to Samara. What, what kind of people are we seeing here? Are these people looking like jovial? Are they happy they're shopping? Are they like, oh, we're not ready for this weather? Oh, uh, yeah, you're seeing... Uh, go ahead and make me an insight check, actually. Roll number cool. one. It's Roll number one. Zero yeah. pressure. Hey, it was a 19. Insight. Plus 221. Dang! You're beating me on the level yeah, one? Come on. I got it. Uh, with a 21, I mean, the immediate thing that you see is uh, people with uh, warm coats wrapped around them. Um, sort of that, like, it's not that freezing yet, but it's maybe that overreaction that for us... Uh, here, here in like Montreal, when we have that first really cold day in November, mm -hmm. uh, that first really cold day in November. I'm sorry, this morning. Okay, <laughs> so so when Michelle this morning took out her full like fleece parka, majestic <laughs> winter coat, so it's maybe a little bit of that. Uh, maybe it's not quite as cold as that would let on. And you're seeing people walk around with their hands in their coat pockets and, and caps on, you know, shivering around a little bit. Um, but with the 21, you do also catch a little bit of a flicker of um, unease when they look 
to you and Tal as you enter. Mm. Uh, maybe not even Tal, you might miss it because people are probably just looking at you and giving you a nod. Even some people are giving you a small smile, morning, morning. Um, but you being a bit more aware of uh, sort of those around you, what you might notice is if you turn around, you might catch them walking away and then sneaking just a glance back at you guys. So there are certainly eyes on you, and there seems to be a little bit of unease as as you enter the town. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Tal does not notice this, because while we're entering town, Tal is saying, look, I understand the stone walls. It keeps out bad people. I understand the stone ground. You don't want to have uh, wagon ruts. Why would you have a stone roof? Those things don't insulate. Mm. Losing it at the stone roofs. I'm just nodding along. Of course, Tal. Yeah, it seems barbaric to me as well. I know. Yeah, as 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 you guys are muttering about the stone roofs and you say seems barbaric, uh, you pass by uh, one of those really tough old ladies who's like walking around in a t-shirt in the winter, uh, who kind of just like looks back at you and goes, "Watch your language," <laughs> and, and walks on. Um, but you find your way to the town square, and what do, what do you think when you say you caught game? What do you figure you have? Like probably a couple of foxes, some small, smallish game. You know, maybe I don't know. Oh, does one of you guys want to roll me a survival check to Ooh, see how successful that this was? This one is the hunter. Yeah, eye of the tiger. Yeah. Can you help me? <laughs> yes. 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 Because I ju- I just rolled well last time. I am not proficient. Oh, you set a precedent for yourself. You did. Oh, that is full cocked. Do you confirm that this is cocked? That's a load of cock bits. That, In that a kosher sense, yes. Okay. We're 13. We're already going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> 13. Didn't even 13. mean it. Nah, that, nah. That, this stands. <laughs> uh, you don't have to put your money in the swear jar yet. Uh, <laughs> I got one pass. So. With a 13, you got one fox. Yeah. Okay. But its coat is kind of nice. Uh, and then you've got, uh, in trying to present them uh, as well as you can, I think you've got a couple of squirrels. Uh, which I imagine Tal has spent uh, uh, the evening combing out their tails so that oh, they look a little bit bigger and a little yeah, bit fluffier. Yeah, you know. yeah, get their chinchilla on, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> Tail fluff, and like as as soon as Tal sees anyone looking at the fluffy squirrel tails, he'll be like, "Do you see how nice of a hat this could make if it's just like right around?" Right around the front, it's it's gonna keep you really warm. Like the meat's gonna fill your belly, but this thing's gonna keep you warm for years. Um, uh, you are giving this uh, directive to someone that turns around um, and looks like uh, uh, stoic from How to Train Your Dragon, like just a huge, <laughs> huge blacksmith-looking person who turns around and looks at you. Uh, as you're giving this pitch on squirrels, give, make, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> you, I didn't like you. We're going to try you. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's the dice's fault. It is! Mm. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Five. Uh, look, young man, uh, I'm sure that some kid somewhere is interested in uh, having a little uh, toy pet. Uh pet, but, uh, <laughs> you're bark- which the very dead tail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you're not, you're not fooling anyone, kid. Get out of here, scram. Um, you do find your way into the town center where it looks like sort of given the 
more barren nature of the town. There's a little bit less trade going on. Um, there are a couple of stands of people selling. It looks like someone is selling firewood that they've chopped. Um, uh, it looks like there is uh, one person who is selling uh, sort of like withered old like fruits that they have kept and preserved and stored for the winter. Um, there don't seem to be a ton of people who are trading in like meats or furs or anything like that, but there are some vendors here. I'll like look around, see the kind of reception we're getting. I'll look back at Tal. Oh no. Do you like the town so far? Nobody's gonna buy my squirrels. Not today. But we can sell them maybe tomorrow. How long do you want to stay? I don't know. It's it's the biggest place I've ever been. Taking a look around might be nice, but all the other towns we've been to, people seem pretty keen on sending us on our way. This is a big one. It's getting kind of cold out. Storm might blow in soon. Why don't we get some rooms up in the inn, take our time, drop our stuff. We can take our time looking around. We're going to sleep in an inn? Just for tonight. I don't want to get caught outside in this... I'm going to be warm. You're Are you... Yes. I won't even ask. Okay. <laughs> I'm warm every night, but okay. Um, yeah, let's go drop our stuff off. Maybe come back when things are open up a bit more. You know how you see those kids who, like, when they're walking, it's like it's like a hop on the ball of their foot every time? Yeah. <laughs> That's how Tal's walking. Like, I'm going to sleep in an inn. Nobody's going to believe it. As you guys are talking about uh, inns and looking around with your stuff and not being able to sell squirrels, uh, which you, not out of any, like, I wish I could sell these squirrels. It's kind of just the volume you operate at. Um, But uh, an older woman who is selling some of these fruits uh, leans over uh, her counter and goes, Were you looking to sell any of those uh, wonderful pelts, dear? I'll turn around with, like, the whole string of them and kind of, like, hold them like a, like a smile in front of me, like, yes, ma'am. Whoa, jarring. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit, no, not for me, not for me. Um, but if um, you and your... He is my squire. Ah, if you, you and your squire um, are looking for a place that maybe will trade in meats... Um, uh, the inn's maybe the only place that's taking them. They, you know, typically make a good broth for the people in the winter when the times are a little scarce. But they'll they'll give you fair coin for for what uh, what you've taken. It's um, you, you'd be looking for, you'd be looking for the dancing goose. The dancing goose. These are like definitely rolling my eyes at this name. And it's just the like... dancing goose. It's actually the good inn in town. There's a bunch of other ones, but the dancing goose is the one to go to. And the barkeeper's name. Oh, that'd be Dal. Dal Thorne. And you are? I I am Marine. Marine. Yes. Thank you for helping my squire and I, Marine, for your troubles. And I'll just flip her a silver. Flip her a silver. And she takes the silver uh, and catches it with a little bit of alarm and goes... Oh, um, that's too generous. Take a persimmon, and she hands the like wrinkliest, most out of season persimmon in the world to you. Take, take one. I insist. Take, take if, my, take my persimmons. If you insist, oh, Tal, 
Take the persimmon. Ooh. <laughs> I will. I like sling the 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 string <laughs> around my neck and take the persimmon with both hands. Yes. What's a persimmon? You are the strangest squire I've ever seen in my time. Oh, thank you. Okay, not a compliment. <laughs> Enjoy. Get out of the cold. And she. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sort of turns around and starts uh, talking to the person who is, uh, you know, selling firewood. Get a load of these ones. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, a persimmon? Do persimmons grow around here? Are they always this color? I've never seen one before. <laughs> I have no idea what a persimmon is. How do you eat them? I assume you don't. <laughs> this is that. <laughs> this is what I was saying. I was going to say. I was the like, fact that you're holding it with two hands worries me. No, like, cocked. Uh, yeah, cocked. We'll, we'll, we'll ask the innkeeper. Yeah. They're not. No. They're not like this. They're they're not they're not melons. Think apple. I'm sorry. I should have known. I should have given you apple. Apple. But this is this is every single episode. I'm gonna teach you a new fruit or vegetable. (laughs) How do we surprise that? Yeah, just throwing fruits and veggies. That's the game. That's mean. That's honestly where they're actually actually very good dried. I will have to Google them when I get home. Yeah. Now you just have to imagine this forbidden fruit. Uh, as as you guys turn around and make your way to the Dancing Goose, which is pretty easy to find. It looks like this is a town that has industry, but uh, the commerce is small enough that, like, if you're going to a blacksmith shop, it looks like there's just a hammer and an anvil on the door. There's not a name. If you're going to a uh, uh, someone who does roofing, a thatcher, uh, it's similar. It's kind of just like the building is designed to look like that thing. There's maybe not competition. But inns, there are a few, and the signs are garish. Uh, you see um, one of a uh, very uh, like fierce-looking bull uh, that is uh, painted blue. Uh, you see one of what looks like a deer with one antler, and it's like anthropomorphized and holding a mug. Uh, and you see another one that is a uh, goose with its wings up akimbo and its feet are like strangely crossed. I love it. (laughs) Beautiful. Found it. Astonishing perception. Yes. Lead the way. Really? Well, yes. Why not? We're buying a room here so it really doesn't matter... It matters a little bit what you say. Stay close to me. Okay. We'll walk in together. <laughs> As you guys uh, leave the outdoors and enter uh, the wide wooden doors of the Golden Goose, immediately just warmth that you haven't known in some time um, is, is, is hitting you guys, and it's a nice feeling. Um, as you walk in, there is... A couple of people holding conversations, but not very many. Seems like more of a quiet uh, time, especially being early in the day and commerce not happening. Uh, And you see behind the bar, uh, there seems to be a young woman who is there just sort of cleaning up um, a towel in her hand um, as uh, Martin. What do you they see as you turn around at the sound of the door opening. Um, So I'll see a short figure. Um, She has dark brown hair that comes down in a wavy um, 
wavy, messy uh, type of low ponytail, so it hangs a little bit around. And she has uh, dark brown skin with uh, wearing a cream-colored blouse, slightly puffy shoulders, uh, but with full long sleeves and um, brown skirts that go all the way to the floor. And I'm just there with a uh, uh, with a with a like a, a, a handkerchief, wiping down the bar and, and having a look and seeing uh, how many people are in and if I can get in anyone a drink or something. Well, it looks like there's two people that could certainly use a warm drink right now. She'll smile, throw the uh, towel over her side. Hello. Who might you be, and what would you like to drink? We're looking for Dal Thorne. We're looking for some rooms. Yes, uh, he's in the kitchen at the moment. Uh, would you like to take a, take a seat, perhaps, and I can get you a warm beverage? A cocoa, perhaps? Seems to be a, a crowd pleaser this time of year. Hearing the word kitchen, Tal's just going to quietly take the animals <laughs> from around his neck and be like, Yes, um, we have some pelts that Marine <clears throat> sent us. She said that you're taking some. Taking pelts? Let me... For meat, meat inside. inside. Oh, oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we could... I'm going to have a talk with the chef, but I'm sure perhaps we could throw those in a stew. Um, They're fresh. They look it. I'll go get Dal. Have a seat, and I'll bring you to a cup of cocoa and an answer about... Those pelts. How does that sound? Mm. And I'll just grab a chair and see, sit down. Yeah, mm-hmm. as you said, they're fresh and sort of held them out. Uh, you clearly heard the fox's tail hit the side of your bar counter and just go like, thunk. <laughs> <laughs> Swung back as a solid pendulum. Oh dear. Um, I'm going to head uh, to the kitchen and um, say, uh, up. I'm going to tap the chef on the shoulder and say we have a particularly surprise out there maybe a new flavor for your stew I'm not sure if you want to go have a look uh, uh, and you see uh the doubling as the chef on this day it looks like the chef called in cold and didn't want to come in uh so you see the owner uh of of this establishment Dalthorn, uh his uh tall uh sort of hunch stature with his truly spectacular like friars uh medieval uh bowl cut uh <laughs> Uh, who is uh, really, you know, elbow deep in an omelet, uh, turns around and goes, Elbow deep in omelet. You're in my world now. <laughs> uh, uh, turns around and looks at you and says, Okay, so when you say unique flavor, is this like another colossal surprise, like the last time we had a big new surprise no no guest. no 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 nothing like i don't that. have room no. for another one no so. this is much more palatable i guess mm. um no it's just a couple of travelers have been um i think they were on a little hunting expedition and they sure. caught yeah. some game and it Ooh. looks like there's some meat on the bones you looks have a look. like there's meat on the bones there's a lot of fur i can just you should go have a look. Okay. Yeah. Why don't I take over? I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start rolling up my sleeves and be like, I'll, I'll get this. You get them. They're looking for rooms as well. Um, they didn't tell me whether they wanted a hot cocoa or anything, but they seem a bit peculiar. 
But Peculiar is your favorite flavor. Uh, now it is, because it has done wonders for the stonework of my establishment. Honestly, Leo was the best thing to ever happen to this place. I think he might have been, honestly. Is it weird if I say he's my best friend? He's my best friend, but he can be yours as well if you want. We could share. All right. Uh, I'll take that spatula. Yeah, uh, as you go and you look at truly a disastrous omelet, there's a lot of shell. Uh, (laughs) Might not be salvageable. Did you throw the eggs in here? What is this? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think scrambled means? (laughs) And closes the door laughing like, I don't know anything about cooking. Uh, as, As this tall person with a real bad haircut walks up to you guys and goes, well, I can assume by the frozen furs that you guys are the travelers looking for rooms. <clears throat> Hi, my name's Tao. Today, I would like to present to you my wares. Wow. First pitch? Well, I'm going to cut you some slack because my name's Dal, and I think that's a little bit funny. <laughs> so, uh, what you got? Uh, completely thrown off. Uh, well... A fox and four squirrels. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, all, all, all killed within the last 24 hours. Yeah, is that true? Um, yeah. Okay. Is um, that persuasion or deception? <laughs> persuasion. <laughs> okay, we'll be a persuasion. I imagine anything caught before that we would have eaten. Yes. Yeah. No, there's a chance, but I don't know that. <laughs> Not 20. Oh. <laughs> That's the freshest fox I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Ignoring that it's fully frozen. Like, swinging like a solid figure, not like something with limbs. Yeah. I did say 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, all killed with um, a, a, a a single pellet to the noggin. A single pellet to the noggin? I, I can I can sling. Jeez. Okay. That's c- cool flex, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing it right? <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm just, just like, Tal is just like sweating, looking so anxious and <laughs> wanting this to go well. Yeah, well, he goes, well, listen, times are a little bit grim for us for meat, and uh, there's actually a surprising amount. He grabs uh, one leg, he goes, ooh, no, that's just bone. And then he grabs, like, the middle of it and goes, no, there's, I, c- I can make a stew out of that, yeah. All right, uh, how about this? I'll give you one night's rooms... Uh, you don't strike me, no offense to either yourselves, uh, as people who are swimming in coin right now. Uh, I could give you one night's rooms in exchange for all these animals. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna say you make it two. All right. Deal. Good. Yeah. Welcome to Samara, Dalthorn. I think goes to shake your hand and before you can clasp it there's just a fox tail (laughs) horrifying thank you sir Uh, if there's any information any you know news about town if we'd be staying here a while we could pick up from you from somewhere else I mean if you're looking for news if you're looking for information you're going to want to talk to encyclopedia over there uh, right by the fireplace I'll turn to look. There's a big, tall-backed chair. Um, it's just huge. It seems like, uh, you know, tremendously gauche and ornamental. Like, too big for anything, really. Uh, and, uh, in fact, it extends so high the back of it that you can't see anyone there. But you do hear a... Mm-hmm. And the flipping of a mm-hmm. page. Yeah. You're uh, a little less threatening than I am. 
Why don't you see if you can get some information on what's going on in town? I would have stopped at one night. You're really good at this. <laughs> and Tal will go off to uh, to where that chair is and be like, uh, excuse me. Hi. As you, uh, uh, are you walking like directly in front of the chair as you do this or? Yeah. So like, I guess Tal will kind of like, because the back of the chair is there. So walk up to the chair and kind of like start peeking around the side of it. Like, hello. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, you see, uh, sort of as you're peeking around, and you say, hello, hi, you see uh, what looks like probably like a shoulder uh, sticking out from the side uh, as you hear someone call out a hello to you. Well, uh, oh, hello there, little one. Hello, how are you? You see as he turns in the chair that that was not a shoulder, that was an elbow. The shoulder is a good (laughs) two feet above where that was. As you turn and are faced with, oh God, a monster. So starting at the elbow going like this. Oh, you're a new one. I haven't seen you around town. Dirk. No, Lior. Dirk! Oh, Dirk! Yes. Dirk! <laughs> Dirk, roll me, a, roll me a history check. <laughs> roll well. Uh, history, nine. Don't know what this is. <laughs> Am I seeing him? Yep. Oh, my God. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge and try and, like, push him away. Oh, no. Scrambling backwards. Scrambling backwards. Probably... Everyone hears this. Can I grab the chair and use it to fence him off like a lion? 100,000%. <laughs> no, no, no. Stay back. <laughs> this whole time I'm trying to like hit it away at this point, yeah. taking out my shield and just but, trying to... But because the chair is so comically tall in the yeah. back, you're keeping him a good 15 feet away from you. <laughs> <laughs> As this newcomer in the inn, uh, uh, Dalthorn walks back in and goes... Oh, I should have known. Oh, God. You didn't give him the speech? Page, page, page. We got a code nine. <laughs> page runs in with like a bowl of steaming hot cocoa through the saloon doors. And they're like, I'm terribly sorry. I should have known something here. Leo, Leo. And I'm going to give you the bowl. This is for you. Enjoy it. Calm down. No, I mean, it's all right. The- sorry. Didn't mean to touch you in the mouth. Um, yes. Um, good sirs. Uh, let me present to you Lior. If you've never seen an ogier before, this is an ogier. A friend. An ogre? Not. Ogiers are friends, not foes. <laughs> all right? Is that all right? Is everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what? Borderline plagiarism. <laughs> foes. <laughs> um, have, have I heard the word ogier before? You've both heard the word ogier okay. before. Yeah, I was like halfway to pulling out a sword. Another one? Do I? Oh no, I have my shield. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put one of my teeth in. <laughs> would would I know anything at all about Ogier? For you, I think Ogier are just in the stories. They're a magical creature that doesn't exist. Uh, you know, kind of like a unicorn. Just a fun story to tell kids. And uh, everyone in your family, you know, since you were younger, probably told you stories about Ogier. I'm going to pull two chairs and say, this is the moment where we're all going to make friends, all right? Here, you can sit here. Um, Leo, take your special chair. Um, why don't you tell them about what the Ogier do and, and what they bring to a community? Um, you'll see sooner or later that 
you will fall in love with Lior the way this village has and come to appreciate him as a friend. I'm going to get both of you a hot cocoa. No, don't leave! Don't worry. Dal, could you get us um, two hot cocos? I'm going to stay here with our new friends. Right, the therapy cocoa. Right on it. That's right. (laughs) Heads back into the kitchen. I'm like, kind of beside... I'm too far away. Uh, I'm kind of beside Dirk, but like his shoulder might be in front of mine. <laughs> I'm like, have you heard of an Ogier before? Briefly, I thought they were made up. I still do. My brothers would tell me stories. They're, well, not real. And I'll like it's, go to poke you. It's, re- it's quite rude to point. That you can put that down. As as, <laughs> as as Tal is doing this really slow-mo evaluation of you, sort of like uh like in a futuristic thing where like you point at it and then there's like the green glass of tech that goes like stats. Right? <laughs> uh uh describe sort of what is exactly it is that they see that has caused this uproar. Sure. Um Leo stands at nine feet four inches tall. He has waves of shaggy brown hair that frame his ogier face. Um, He has these soft little tufted ears that poke through, and his long eyebrows tuck into his long locks. Um, He has these hazel, gentle and playful, although now a little bit worried, um, eyes that sit above his broad, flat nose, and uh, he has this uh, soft braided beard that um, normally has a nice warm smile, but once again is in a little bit of a grimace um, as he asks, are you, are you going to put that down? Yeah, I'm just sitting, sword on my lap. No. Hmm. Nah. All right, well, I'm going to put my chair as far as I can uh, away. And Tao's still reaching for the poke. Yep. And, um, okay, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> I'm just going to... <laughs> A distant, also, a distant voice howling through the chimney goes, I'll be right here. <laughs> I was going to say, also plagiarism. Uh, 100%, 100%. Uh, is that sufficient? It's real. All right. Um, well, I am, I'm an Ogier. My name is Lior, son of Mael, son of Thane. And uh, I am here in Samara as a traveler, much like yourselves, uh, passing through. Um... Ogier typically live in steadings. Uh, there, there's the one I hail from is Shangloon. It's on the other side of the Mountains of Mist. And there we live together. Uh, we're known for our um, long memories. We, we typically uh, enjoy history uh, as well as gardening and botany and whatnot. Um... Um, yes, and we, we're, we're peaceful, so we are not Trollocs. It's not nice to call someone a Trolloc, and, uh, but we're, we're, we're easygoing. Well, what if they're a Trolloc? Uh, uh, what if who's a Trolloc? The Trolloc that you're calling a Trolloc, would that still not be nice? Oh, well, I didn't think of it. I mean, it's rude to call an Ogier a Trolloc, but you raise a valid point. I guess that calling a Trolloc a Trolloc is on, on point. How do we know... You're not a Trolloc, and you're just telling us you're an Ogier. Have you seen a Trolloc? No. Yeah, this guy's been trying to convince me that Trollocs are real. Can you get a load of that? That's a step too far for me. 
personally. I mean... What was the different step you had to take to get from no Ogier to Ogier versus no Trolloc to Trolloc? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, before 45 seconds ago, I didn't think Ogier existed either, but... Right, but like, uh, but like, I know him, so difference. So if an, okay, yeah, he's really come around, honestly. Thinking with your brain. Yeah. Here is your hot cocoa, and here is your hot cocoa. You're gonna need two hands for this big mug. I try. Perfect. I'm gonna just put that sword under. I think he's still holding it. Is he holding it? <laughs> it's like on my lap. As... Oh, I thought it was in your fist. I thought you reached for it. <laughs> Just turn your shield upside down, pour the cocoa in it. <laughs> now, what are your names? What is your name? <laughs> uh, Tal, son of Han, son of I don't know. I don't know my grandfather. That's all right. Your your name sings in my ears, Tal, son of Hand. But nobody sang. The, it is um, it is an expression of um pleasure at meeting someone. It is to say that your voice is like meeting you is like a song to my ears. You talk a lot. Is there anything wrong with that? A little bit, yeah. People who talk a lot are generally hiding something. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) Paige is going to come in and put a hand on both of them and say, well, this is going splendidly. You look a little bit cold, so I went to get you a a bit of a blanket that I warmed up by the fire. Here you are. Um, And you, sir, what what is your name? Can I get you any beverage other than hot cocoa that might make you smile and feel tingly inside? My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. (laughs) I see what you did there. I've never heard such peculiar your, names. Your name does not sing in my ears. <laughs> I'm glad. Where did, uh, oh, gear, how'd you find yourself here? Where do you, uh, where'd you come from before this? A steadfast, uh, an awning? Uh, what are you talking about? It is a steading mm-hmm. called Shang Loon. Mm-hmm. You might know it if you knew more of the world. It's on the other side of the Mountains of Mist. It's, uh, uh, yes. Coming through that must have been hard. Do that all by yourself? Yes, it was quite cold, I do admit. And thankfully, no accidents with the rocks, so I got lucky. No rock slides. And where are you hailing from? South. That is, that is, there is a lot to the south. Yes. I like to keep it that way. Okay. Where do you hail from? Have Have you ever been to the South? I mean, I've uh, been to some areas. Uh, oftentimes, I don't really know the names. I, I My map is not doesn't seem up to date. Uh, okay, so if you basically walk for a month mostly south, a little bit southeast, you're going to find some farms. Now, if you start asking around for Han, then somebody eventually is going to let you know where Han lives, and that's where I'm from. Oh, okay. Well, I will keep that in mind, should I look for Han. Great sheep. All right. 
Ah. Dal, do you think the rooms are ready? Should we just show them where they are? Just, you can, you know, you have a heavy bag there. Perhaps you want to leave it in the room. Or... Yeah, Dal's been, like, leaning against a wall watching this whole thing, like... <laughs> like, chuckling, like, <laughs> look at these new guys. Uh, and when you say, are the rooms ready? He goes, oh, uh, yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, right this way, two rooms. Absolutely. Please, up the, up the stairs, up the stairs. And, uh... And and Dal will uh, show you guys up to your room so you can drop your stuff off. Oh, thank I've got God! My bag and the heated blanket over that, and the bowl of cocoa I haven't touched. And as we start going up the stairs, I look at Dirk and say, "Can I drink it? Yeah, Is it safe? Is it poison?" I don't think so, but you should try it anyway. Is it good? You tell me. I mean, they haven't added our fox or squirrels yet, so who knows? Like fully stick my tongue in the bowl. Yeah. Okay. You go full snake. <laughs> cocoa. Hot. Not too hot. You don't burn your tongue. Have I ever had cocoa before? Probably once or twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, like, chug the whole thing going up the stairs. Only after she's, like, sipped it do I, like, take mine and start, like, drinking a little... <laughs> Be a good squire and check for poison. Yeah. Deliberately brought you like a big mug without a handle, so you would need two hands yeah. so you'd put down the silly sword. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'll probably leave the hot chocolate downstairs, <laughs> brought all my stuff upstairs, and then come down and take it and then like go back upstairs with it. A hundred percent. And he Dal leaves you guys, he's like, Well, take the time you need. They're your room, so uh trade's a trade, uh I guess uh, we'll just uh, get yourself set up over here. I'll be uh, downstairs. Uh, please don't, please don't try and uh, kill my friend. I apologize. I thought I was helping. That's okay. You know, not everyone can be so enlightened as to, you know, know an ogier by sight and and really remember the old stories. <laughs> How many times has that happened before? Right? <laughs> Never to me. Ah, uh, insight check. <laughs> Make one. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, definitely at least once to him. <laughs> definitely at least once to him. And you get a sense with how bad I rolled, you get a sense that it happened once, he got used to it for about a week, and then he had one of those days where you kind of just like forget something <laughs> and it shocks you all over again. And he's kind of embarrassed about that one. Cool. Yeah. Never happened to me. I know the old stories and I respect the fine folk. His singing names my ears. <laughs> <laughs> you get a small chuckle from that from Dirk <laughs> beautiful poetry anyway leave you to it downstairs Paige is gonna look at Lior and say so on 10 what would you give that I mean um, on one hand I think it was like an 8 and then the other hand I think it was like a 2 so maybe we average it out a 5 sounds Pretty good. I'll ask Dal what he thinks. I think we're getting better, though, um, especially for the new ones. Uh, five is close to being a normal social encounter. Yeah, you're doing great, Leo. I, I honestly think that oh. you were quick, for one. That was good. I know. The check him up the, right the, away. Honestly, that was probably the quickest I've seen you move. And you're looking so young, like 50 years under your current age. Oh, you're just saying that. Very lithe. Um, 
And you said all the right things. Um, this time it wasn't you. I think it was a lot on them, but well done. We'll, we'll see what Dal says about this one. No, you definitely handled that pretty great. You handled it pretty great. The one thing I would have to, if I may be so bold, when you did lift that chair, it does weigh roughly 400 pounds. And so if you look at the stonework a little bit underneath where the clawed feet were, and you look down and you see that there are like deep gouges in there, he goes... I mean, if you don't mind, I uh, know. <laughs> the chair is already up. <laughs> it's, it's already moved. So if you don't mind, uh, I don't want to impose, but... Of course, Dal. I'll take care of it for you. You're the best, buddy. Mm-hmm. And he, like, reaches way, way <laughs> up to give you, try and give you a high five. I'll reach down. Yeah. I give him an elbow and say, my best friend. Cheeky as well. No. Uh, at about this time, while you guys are still upstairs, uh, the doors open, and, uh, two figures, uh, step in, uh, at first seeming to be just, um, covered in snow, uh, from, from the outdoors, um, but as they sort of shake off their cloaks, uh, they remain white, uh, as you see two, uh, Children of the light enter in. Uh, tall, one one taller than the other, one one of a shorter build, but both of them um, with a uh, clear air of their noses upturned a little bit as they survey the room and look around. Um, one of them. <laughs> Children of the light. <laughs> What? <laughs> and they're accompanying children. <laughs> I'm gonna press the enigmatic silence button just to get away from whatever that was. Wow. I thought I was heard of voices in the background. I wasn't sure. I mean, there were. I was but... like, I didn't know if that was like Brad's ambience choice. <laughs> Not a choice. No, I ran that loop for a lot of time earlier today, and there were never kids. Children of the light with those like little yellow strings with a whole bunch of kids just hanging yeah. on to them. <laughs> no, just Take like she's watching. got her string of squirrels. Uh, 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 but no there's a haughtiness to the look that they give around as as they enter the room and you can see Dal sort of like stiffen up a little bit Um, hand on his shoulder yep and you notice that one of them is looking over at Dal and the other one has looked over to uh, the fireplace the shorter one has looked over to the fireplace and top of the morning to you my fine gents can I get you something to eat perhaps a drink uh, and and the tall the tall one uh, sees the short one going and goes hand on hand on the shoulder and he goes it's fine it's not one of them it's an ogier well met old brother not remotely the right address mm-hmm. but uh, the short one is looking a little bit confused but the tall one seems to recognize what it is that you are okay. And then he goes, they shall have nothing. It's relaxed. It's just an ogier. He'll have nothing to fear from us, just so long as he should walk in the light. Of course. Very well. Who's the proprietor here? Oh, this is, uh, the proprietor's Mr. Dal Thor. Dal, uh, we have guests. Uh, you turn around and where you had your hand on Dal's shoulder, gone. Saloon, do- <laughs> saloon doors to the kitchen, flapping. Uh, I'm going to do a full 360 and say, the proprietor is temporarily unavailable, but I can get you a delicious bowl of small rabbit stew. We will not be taking any food. 
Thank you. All right. A cup of cocoa, perhaps? No, thank you. Not a problem. We will not stay long enough for that. What we seek is not food, but information. Hmm. What type of information? Maybe I can help. The shorter one goes, We're on the lookout for, um, some scoundrels, some friends of the dark who pass through on their way north to join this false dragon and spits on the ground like blind him. It seems that the path they were taking them would have passed them through here. You wouldn't happen to have seen anything or heard anything. Um... Nothing by that description, but yet that seemed a little vague. We see many travelers. Um, I'll go see maybe if Dal knows of any. Four men, the taller one says. Varied heights, always in tatters, always boisterous, walking around giving people the blessing of dragon's might. Now, you wouldn't know anything, and I would presume you would know better to not hide anything from those who walk in the light. Never would dream of it, honestly. Um, Would I remember uh, a group of this variety? Uh, Roll me a history check, and then roll me a persuasion check, please. History. Uh, That's going to be a 14. Mm -hmm. Persuasion. Natural one. Natural one. Uh, You don't seem to recall anything of this, um, but as um, you're speaking, something gets in your eye, and you blink a little bit, and the shorter one goes... I don't actually... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And the shorter one goes, Hey, what's that? What's that? What's that twitch you got? I think it's a mosquito, honestly. <laughs> Mosquitoes yeah. in the winter. Well, that's why I was as confused as you. This is quite strange, honestly. I th- No, <laughs> it's a fruit fly. Mm, uh, quite strange, huh? Yes. Seems there's a lot of strange in this establishment. Well, on a day like today, everything seems a little strange, don't you find? Hmm. Why don't I get Dal? And maybe he can have a look at the register. That way we can narrow down the search, perhaps? We, we don't want to get in your way. We want to help. Yes. Get that... The tall one goes, Get that register. And... Of course. Luke, follow. Make sure that she doesn't get lost on her way. He goes, Pleasure. And the shorter one comes up with you, goes, Let's go. Let's find your boss. Let's go. Hmm, I have a date. I'm going to look at Lior and a little wing, like, all right, Dal, where could you be? And I'm going to open the saloon door and say, oh, Dal. Uh, you see there's like an open cabinet um, and you don't see anybody, but you do see two feet on the bottom of the cabinet. I'm going to walk in and pull, do we have a Dal here? As I yank on the ankle. <laughs> you do a yankle? Yeah. A yankle. A hundred percent. Uh, uh, and there's a bit of a, ah! uh, <laughs> as you do, uh, grab, oh, sorry, I, uh, I, uh, just, uh, got, caught up looking for, oh, hello, uh, sir. Calvin here would like to know if, uh, we had, um, a couple, I believe it was f- dragon followers? It's I, I... Luke. 
sorry, uh, my apologies. Um, we see many people here, and I get names confused. Luke here would like to know, do we have a, perhaps a look at the register, um, Dal, did... Would we be able to help them? Right, uh, the reg- the register. Uh, just just a second, and you can see that he's like looking at you and going like, just a second. Uh, every time he looks over at the white cloak, he's like, <laughs> uh, uh, and sort of like shakily holds out a book. He goes, "Here's our registry of guests," um, and grabs it. Um, and as he's flipping through, just sort of looking at. Uh, uh, names. Uh, Dal does have a pretty hard time uh, remembering names, so he does kind of write in like a, uh, you You actually see as you're flipping through one mark about three to four weeks ago uh, says, Lior really tall guy. <laughs> uh, uh, but he does seem to write himself little like reminders of who's in there. Uh, as their uh, occupied page with you uh, turning through the parts of this book the uh, taller, suaver one walks up and goes, Now, friend Odkir, um, so far from the steading, what is, is it exactly that you're doing here? I am uh, simply passing through. I'm on my way to the, the capital. Hmm. No further north, I would assume? Of course not. I think so dangerous. Wouldn't dream of sticking my nose in, uh, in human business. I'm just there to fulfill our end of the contract and take care of the capital. Hmm. Of course. Looks around uh, and back at Paige, and he goes, And of your companion? Will she be joining you, or is she merely a peasant within the city? Miss Page. Yes, Miss Page. Hmm. Um, well, we, we had discussed that, although I guess we've been uh, dragging our feet a little bit. Um, she did want to see uh, something. She wants to be a healer, so she was maybe thinking of uh, leaving. There isn't perhaps quite enough action around this town. Oh, a healer. And he perks up a little bit. Goes. Mm-hmm. And now what sort of salves or poultices uh, might this be? I'm sure that sometimes perhaps... Her cures work remarkably well. Roll me an insight check. Sure, yeah. That's 13. 13? You can see there's a little bit of a feverish look in his eyes as you say healer. I mean, uh, um... And you do sort of recall as much as you don't try to meddle in the affairs of humans, what the connotation of healer might hold to mm. a white cloak. I mean, uh, she's... I've spoken with her, and, and she seems to know her herbs well. Hmm. Right. Her herbs. Uh, you're done flipping through the book. Uh, I'm sorry, there's uh, there's uh, there's nothing... Uh, I, I didn't see any... Uh, four guys. I'm just trying to get one guy in my in. <laughs> uh, no help, I'm afraid. And then the shorter squat one goes. Hmm. Right, dead end looks like. I'm sorry, sir. Light be with you. And also with you. <laughs> I look at Dal. <laughs> Dal. Dal looks at you. And goes. What was that? What was that? <laughs> look at Lucas. Uh, and 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 Luke just turns around to the taller uh, the taller one goes 
It's a dead end. We got nothing. And he turns around and goes, Alright. Well. It appears, uh, you've helped as much as you can, I would hope. Looks at everyone appraisingly and says, uh, We'll, we'll be on our way. Wouldn't want these ruffians entering your town and causing any sort of mischief for all those who walk so clearly in the light. And is giving you, like, a very pointed series of looks that you don't have context for right now. I'm gonna do one of these, like... You will look when a child of the light is addressing you. Of course, I thought there was someone else. No, your inn is empty, there's no one else. Uh, at about this time as he's going, we'll take our leave, you two come walking back downstairs and you see these figures in like this like really frosty showdown. Um, <laughs> I've been imagining this re-entry since before the White Cloaks. <laughs> okay, paint me, paint me a picture. Tal is kind of coming down the stairs, kind of like doing a little hip dance. And sees everybody. Like... Yeah, you will look at a child of the light. Chocolate. <laughs> when you are spoken. Hello, boy. Uh, hi. And the short one goes, enjoying your cocoa. But you can see there's a little bit of a look in his eyes, like I wish that my tall friend had said we could stop for Coco. <laughs> I, uh, I was gonna ask for seconds. Right, well, I think that's Look a bit page. away from our purview. Um, Second, yeah. Perhaps we'll see you further north, friend O'Gear. If you were in the capital, perhaps we cross paths again. Yes. Likely that will be the last we see of any of you. Another pointed look at you. Uh, and and the shorter one, Luke, goes, we're losing light. Right, right. Hmm. Light be upon you all. And uh, what are you What are you doing as you... Uh, I've, like, we've gone to the landing. Yeah. She's kind of come up. She's and on I'm the taking, like, landing. two or three steps back on the stairs. I'm just kind of watching from, like, the staircase. Yeah. Just trying to get in their features, see where they do. Yeah, 100%. Um, and uh, looks over and goes, light be upon you. Night be upon all of you. And looks up into the stairwell, but just looks towards where you are and gives a nod, and they walk back out the door. Um, as soon as they walk out, I'll just go, Tal, stay here, and I'll just go to follow them. Okay. Uh, and, and, and the innkeeper, Dal, goes, I don't know if that's such a good idea. I mean, they're pretty tough guys, but, uh, and I feel like you probably just keep walking yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I try to give some advice, but, uh, um. Dal, it's all right. Um, that was uncomfortable, but let's, uh, how about some hot cocoa around to lighten the mood? Ha. Too soon. All right, okay. I'm gonna go in and get some hot cocoa for everyone. My bowl is on the table. I, for the first time, have disobeyed an order, and I'm stealthing after Dirk. Oh, man. Oh, man. Roll me a stealth check, and roll me a stealth check. Mm. Wow, well, I roll with disadvantage, so that's an 11. Mm. Do you roll with disadvantage? I should, with chainmail? Maybe not. I can double check. Yeah, do you want to? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. And you rolled a what? Uh, Five and an 18 plus six, so 11. Oh, okay, solid. 
13, and I'm seeing if I have anything that makes that better. <laughs> okay, your passive is 14. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Chamberlain gives a disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. Uh... And uh, you sort of walk through and you see outside um, them walking through the square. You see them walking by where uh, Marine's cart is. And it's sort of stopped snowing a little bit by now. Um, but uh, you see that she's like sort of shying away and holding on to her best persimmon behind her back. You know what a persimmon looks like uh, doing persimmon things. Yeah, because it takes uh, her both hands to hide it behind that's her That's right. Because <laughs> it's a two-handed fruit. Two-handed fruit. Uh, um... And uh, you see they're ask, going around and asking questions to people. Uh, people are, like, trying to sort of avoid them. But if they catch someone trying to avoid them, that's when they really zone in and hone in on them and ask them real pointed questions. And you sort of stay far enough back um, that they're not being noticed. Um, but you do hear crunch, 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 crunch behind you. Yeah, and, like, as soon as I hear that, um, I feel something's following me. I'm going to immediately, like, turn around and, like, draw a small dagger and, like, try to put it up against whatever I believe is following me. Yeah. Uh, and as as you do, you turn around and small dagger against uh, maybe about ten to f- five to ten feet away from you now. Just sort of trying to creep up, th- thinking that you had already moved on around a corner. Uh, you are sticking your dagger right out at Tal. Uh, yeah, and I was like, oh! <clears throat> Damn it, Tal. Like, I, I, I know you told me not to, but it's the... And the... With the... Yeah. And I'll, like, look back, see them kind of talking out there and go, it's for the best. We don't want to get caught out here. Let's go back. And we'll just head back. Yep. Uh, and, and you guys head back into the inn. And now there's a bit more going on around now. Uh, you know, people have sort of like been congregating in the inn since it's like, why, did, why are all these white cloaks doing here? Like what's going on? Uh, the, uh, sort of, uh, shysty assistant, uh, of, uh, of Dal at, at the dancing goose, um, uh, uh, a sort of slinky man named Barley, uh, goes, uh, right. Ill tidings it is. It's not good for their kind to be here, especially with all the other riffraff going about. And Dal says, I don't think uh, you'd be so bold as to say that to their face. Oh, I'd tell them to their face, I would. I'm a, I'm a real, uh, real, real intimidating... You, listen, you don't want to mess with old Barley. Uh, and at this point, you sort of slam the door open and a full... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but a few more people are in the inn. Uh, and Dal looks back at you and goes, some sense in you. It's not good to go chasing around those white cloaks. They're, they're always in here and up to no good. What did they say they were looking for? I'm looking for some ruffians that seem to be followers of this false dragon nonsense. In chorus, everyone in the end. Seem to be followers of this Loghain character making their way north. Uh, they didn't stay here, I'll tell you that. Did they see what they looked like? It's that kind of dirty, kind of mangled clothing, a little bit rambunctious, maybe. Four of them. They were looking for four of them. Right, four of them. Tal's, like, looking back and forth between you guys and Dirk. 
Yeah, and like seeing you look back and like everybody's looking at us, I just kind of give you like a little kick on your foot. Just... Would I notice anything? Uh, roll a perception check. It's an 18. 18. Yeah, I think so. You mm-hmm. see a little bit of... Uh, there, there's a wide-eyedness to Tal that hasn't fully gone away uh, in, in the short time that you've been interacting with, with him. Um, but you see that there is a bit more of a pronounced... As more details of what these men were, what these men looked like, uh, start to come up. There is a little bit of that, and then you do see a little kick and... Snapping back into a uh, little cocoa mode. Seconds. Please. Of course. Of course. Take it and I'll disappear in the kitchen, straining to hear the conversation, but making enough for the group. Yeah. One big bowl for Lior and a little bit for everyone. Yeah. On a platter. Lior will follow uh, Paige into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And just kind of like worriedly scratching his head, say, no. I, I, I might have misspoken. Um, Everyone misspoke, misspeaks, with them. They, they, they're just looking to cause trouble. Don't worry. I'm sure it wasn't anything um, problematic. He was just being polite and asking questions, and I was answering them. And I, I told him your interest in helping and, and healing, and well, yeah, I forget how it. Quickly, you humans are, to jump to conclusions sometimes. I'm sorry, I don't mean that about you. I just, I meant it in general. (laughs) (laughs) There's a ten-foot tall guy going... (laughs) There I go, again, sticking my foot in my mouth. We are quick to jump to conclusions. What uh, what did you mention, out of curiosity, he he asked you about me? I... He just wanted to know where I was going, and I told him I was going to the capital, and that um, he asked if you were going to be accompanying me, and I said, well, you know, hit it off, and that you might, you were hoping to become a healer. And and, and then he got this real intense look on his face. Um, ah, I see. Not a problem. Um, in the future, if they ask, uh, I'm more of a herbalist. Um, my mother was able to teach me many of her different um, natural remedies. I have um, like a passion flower chew that helps you with uh, a cough and things like that. Often it's misconstrued by, uh, by, by some folks. Um, herbalist is probably a better noun um, to use. But don't worry, it wasn't your fault. Thank you, Paige. I will, uh, I will be more careful. Don't sweat it. Watch ahead. Yes. <laughs> um, now that you guys have been sort of taking a bit more time in this common room, you do see that there is sort of like a notice board up. Um, and a thing that both of you notice is um, to all able men, um, the call is yours, the answer yours to make, um, uh, and then the royal seal of uh, King Johannan of Gildan. Uh, and then um, it says recruitment for the Legion of the Wall. Um, the Legion of the? The Legion of the Wall. Of the Wall. Yes. In Jahana. 
I'll uh, point it out to Tao. Yeah. And go, uh, well, I guess that's our next stop. Yeah. You still want it? Yeah. Okay. Then we go for it. Seems to be some stuff going on in this town, so maybe the quicker we get out of here, the better. But let's lay low for a bit. Those white cloaks poking around, I don't want to be too suspicious and leave town too quickly. Uh, Lior, you just hear them say, leave town quickly, while they're looking at a poster for (laughs) Jahanna. (laughs) I mean, I I know it was scary, but... um, Paige has it all under control, and Al... And, and there's nothing to fear. The children will not cause us trouble. Um, <laughs> you believe that? Paige is very capable. I don't care really how Paige, how <laughs> capable Paige is. They are children of light. And uh, whether you have been vetted as an Ogier or not, they've taken a liking into the establishment. Well, um... Mm. You see, well, Paige and I were were thinking of making our way to the capital as well. And while I realize your feelings towards me, there is something to be said about strength in numbers. I would have said no. But I don't travel alone anymore. And we're going to Johannan for you. Going there anyways. Going there anyways. Would you like more company as we travel? Oh, which questions am I going to ask him first? I'll take that as a yes. Oh, no. When are you ready to leave? Well, let, let me check in with Paige, but I I believe we were... The door from... opens and says, right now is good, yeah. We can, um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Any, anytime you want, Leo. It's up to you. Uh, well, how, I think you were wise, maybe tomorrow? Yeah, Dal's going, ah, my, uh, sorry, if you don't mind, Leo, just my stonework, the floor, <laughs> the floor, <laughs> you know. It's it just, everything else looks so good, and you guys do look around, and, like, it's really, now that you're noticing it, it's like, man, the stonework is good. There are not seams on the chimney. It doesn't look like there are multiple stones. It looks like a solid pillar of some sort of stone that was somehow, or like, poured in one form that's impossible uh everything the stonework in here is really good there look to be a bunch of really like nice new mugs that are stone carved (laughs) and so that section that's scuffed by where the big chair was does really stick out a little bit i could just put the chair back over it i mean if uh, i've seen you work it's like one day if you don't if you don't mind we don't mind of course do we no. It's just one day. I mm. I mean, you did have a very good point that we don't want them to think that we're running out of town. So so waiting a day or two might help. And what's your collective noun? That's my question. Do you live in families, in herds, in groups? What's your co- what's your collective noun? Well, we we live in a community called a steading. Yes, but like. 
I live in a village or like I don't but I live on a farm but but do you have brothers and sisters like are brothers and sisters a thing in the Ogier? Of course, there's brothers and sisters. We have, I have parents. I... So, so is it a family? Is it a, Paige, a, a herd? Drinks. Is it a... Yeah, Dal, <laughs> Dal's going, oh my god, do you have brothers and sisters? That's so insensitive. <laughs> What's your collective noun? Collective noun? Does this kid like go to school or something? What does that even mean? <laughs> um, how about <laughs> you can ask as many questions as you would like when we are on the road? I think we have a little bit of work to do to get ready. And then you get as many questions as you would like. As oh, That's uh, dangerous. As you start taking out a notebook and starting to write what <laughs> questions you want to ask, and you're walking back in with drinks, and you're holding your head in your hands, and you're just excited that someone's curious. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, sort of talk is petered out a little bit in here, but it picks up, uh, uh, the noise picks up once again as the door crashes open, uh, and, and hits against, and you see, um, uh, you see, uh, the hunched figure of Marine, uh, leaning against, uh, the door, uh, and go, help and 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 sort of falls directly onto the floor um uh, looking uh, scuffed up her clothing torn a little bit of a fat lip uh please someone someone please and i'll rush over what's her name marine are you and your persimmons all right i'm fine but my persimmons <laughs> i'm so mad you hit the nail on the head <laughs> She grabs you by the collar and goes, They're gone! <laughs> they took them all! Who did this? These four... I don't know, they, they were laughing and talking, all sorts of nonsense, but these four, these four men just came up and they, while I was trying to walk back, back, back to my house... Marie. The birth recipients. Where did they go? Uh, 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 west, uh, my, my my home is west. It's there. They walked out the west gate. They left town. Yes. These made all this noise about going north, but if I don't, if I don't have my, those those were the last I had, for the whole winter. No one should treat you like this, Marine. Oh, gear. Yeah. They're with me. We're getting those damn persimmons back. I don't... I guess don't. that means you're with me. What? We gotta get the... Per- Let's go! My persimmons! Yo, what? What? <laughs> Let's you, go! Herbalist? <laughs> I am, of course! Your persimmons! I look at the old... We're gonna lose them. Let's go. Right. Lose the persimmons. Um, um, can I, I? I will run to grab um, <laughs> uh, my my staff. My just my simple quarter staff. Sure, just your quarter staff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, your quarter staff is downstairs. It's leaning by the fire. Fantastic. Where I was reading, I'll just uh, yeah. grab it in hand and say, I don't, I don't uh, see what use I will be in this endeavor. But okay. And I'll just <laughs> chase I'm after you. I'm gonna disappear in the kitchen. I'm gonna bust out of the saloon doors, and I'm gonna take my towel. And go like, 
with a ladle in my head and say, Dal, I'm going to be back. I'm off. Uh, first, Dal looks at you like a little bit incredulously, uh, but then he sees you crack the towel and his hand just goes up to what you can see is like a fading black eye. And he goes, you have the strength to do what must be done. <laughs> the persimmons. <laughs> Did you they turn call. into a New Yorker? <laughs> it's been a gradual decline. <laughs> and it's hey, never been better. Hey, hey, I said this wasn't canonical. This well, is another well, turning of the wheel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Accent work, not our forte, but we're out here. Tal takes off running. Right. Yeah. He'll take off after. Not to be confused with Dal, who does um, not go anywhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, Dal, Dal Thorin goes and, and right away goes to uh, Marine, and as you guys are getting yourselves bundled and he- ready to go off, he goes, let's sit you in the big chair. You, you like that, right? Just, just let's calm you down a little bit, Maureen. <laughs> as Tal is opening up the door, you can finish my cocoa! No! <laughs> oh. mm. uh, and, and you see, like, even though she's a little bit, like, bruised and beaten up, she goes, oh, yay! Uh, <laughs> Pedro will, if, if you're heading up, Pedro will running after and then appear back in five seconds later and say, it's very cold out there, and then grab a cloak <laughs> and say, okay, let's try this again. Yes. Right. And I'll, yeah, I'll take off how to run after them. Yeah. Uh, I have to actually slow down my run a little bit because of the high difference. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You're kind of just doing like an Olympic power walk <laughs> while they're full, like, get outing. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so you guys head out and uh, no, the White Cloaks, not any sight of them really right now. Uh, Doesn't seem like they are particularly around through the area of the town. And they said through the West Gate, which you guys would know where that is, Mm. uh, having been in town long enough, uh, sort of following along the river, continuing out westward. um, And you see sort of covered up with, it's going to be relatively hard to track them because you see sort of covered up with some of the tracks uh, is, is like snow that's blowing over it because it is windy, even if it is not snowing. Um, but you see these tracks leading outside of the town. Catch my breath real quick and go, those white cloaks are looking for these individuals. If they're causing disturbances mm-hmm. around town, we can catch them. We can get in nice with the white cloaks and they'll leave us alone, especially if they see us again. Let's do this quick. Come back. We can leave tomorrow. What do you mean by do this? Are we going to go talk to them, perhaps? We can start with that. All right. I'm not starting with talking. They beat up an old lady. And the I white cloaks will see fit to... All right. I'll follow your lead. They're clearly not with the light if they're beating up old lady... Marine. Marine. <laughs> Marine. <laughs> a tough time with that name. <laughs> you nailed the persimmons. But yeah, the persimmons. <laughs> if, uh, when you're leaving the uh, town sign uh, of Samara says, Welcome to Samara, everyone loves Marine. Marine. Land. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, as you guys are following, I'd like someone to make a survival check as you're trying to find these prints through the snow as they're going. It's a, it's a little offset by the fact that there are four of them, but you do see these, like, sort of... It's not clean prints. They're kind of kicking through the snow, scuffed here and there, zigzagging around, but you are trying to track them. I I look at everyone and say, I, I, I can track, but it's not my forte. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could take a look. Make oh, yeah. yourself useful. I 
like it when you... That's oh. a lot of pressure. I'll help you out. All right. Yeah. Oh, wait, can I help if I'm... You can help. Yeah, okay. You can help. I think we'll all try and help a little bit, but... Ooh. Not good. It's a, a ten. Maybe you can't help. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, with a ten, you kind of lose the tracks a little bit. Uh, as you're heading west, uh, you're following the bank of the river, and then you see sort of what uh, were a bunch of... Uh, tracks scuffed up at once and you see aha I've picked them up again but then you look and they're like sort of like um, uh, claws and paws and you see like oh no they cross paths with like a bear or a wolf or something uh, and uh, and they are not on this path they're not heading further west I'll be honest tracking sounds much easier when you read about it you have <laughs> it's okay got a book out in the blizzard. It's a very <laughs> ogier thing to say. Very <laughs> unfun. Well, let's head the opposite direction for at least an hour and we can head back to town. All right. Can can we can we go back to where we knew we saw the tracks and try to find them again? Yes, that's absolutely what I meant instead. Uh, roll me intelligence checks with advantage for you, Tal. Ooh. Natural 20. That w- it worked! It worked! <laughs> Eight. <laughs> See, you didn't do enough, like, cool, enough like tectonic. <laughs> I needed to really make it clack. Natural 20. No, that was a natural one. <laughs> wow, no clacking. Yeah. No, no clacking. Um, you're a little bit lost in this, uh, and, and uh, seeing these animal prints, you're kind of thinking more like, oh, more furs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, with a natural 20, you remember... Um, that uh, the White Cloaks uh, had had mentioned they were heading north. Mm-hmm. For the war. All right. And so you walk back to where the tracks diverge, and you see faintly less, but now tracks headed more far north. Let's pick up the pace. We found them. Go double time. Go double time. Double time. I'd like everyone to make, as you're running through the snow, I'd like everyone to make an athletics check. This is what happens when you speak for the group. Things just happen. I don't have the footwear. Dirty 20. I got a 10. Got a lot of armor. I got an 11. I got a 3. Oh... DC was 10, so you're a little bit slowed. You guys don't get to go, like, marathon mode, um, but three out of four ain't bad, and I think at a certain point, Lior, you probably see that Paige is struggling. Yeah, I'd give her a hand. Yeah. 100%. Literally just just pick up and, <laughs> and sometimes, you know, help her over snowbanks and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's that's a great help as uh, it's it's cold out here. <laughs> yeah, Paige will be like, I'm fine, I'm really, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Just take all the help she can get. Uh, you guys are uh, making your way northward and following these tracks, these tracks that grow clearer and clearer as it appears that they're not maybe in as much of a rushed uh, space as you are until... Uh, everyone roll me a perception check real quick. Oh, that one. Oh, my lord. What is happening? 21. Nice. Uh, Tal. Uh, you, uh, hear, um, with your young ears, uh, a, a strange laugh that, uh, ascends to a frequency that, uh, only the young can hear. Um, <laughs> uh, and, 
uh, and and you motion everyone to stop as you've heard uh, this this sound of life um, and where you guys are at is sort of along a I don't want to call it like a cliff per se because that gives the connotation of something that's very high but what you're at is sort of like the side of a bluff something that you know you could do as like a recreational free climb or something like that mm-hmm. um, uh, but it is trees on top pure like rock and ice scale on the side and you guys are sort of rounding the corner of it as to how you peek around and uh you hear you all hear now uh laughter um and uh one voice going uh <laughs> Keevan I didn't believe you but these persimmons my god <sighs> and uh my blood starts to boil uh, laughter from others laughter from others and uh, a lower voice saying that's the great thing about this new world order. We see what we want. We take what we want. Dragon's might. <laughs> I hear that voice and my hand just goes tighter on my staff. Yeah. Do I recognize it? A hundred percent. You recognize mm-hmm. both of those voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and you hear these voices around. Uh, and uh, you're, you're hearing also other voices going like a, Oh my, and the look in her face, the look in her face when she said that we couldn't take them. <laughs> look changed pretty fast, huh? Uh, like, just boisterous laughter. Uh, one, like, you know, there's boisterous laughter, and then there's when a cackle gets, like, from a point of, like... <laughs> and it's getting a little bit delirious, some of the sounds that you're hearing. Uh, sounds of, like, breaking bottles and stuff. Uh... Should I be the one to go talk to them, or would you prefer to to do that? We're not talking. Well, of course we're talking. No, we're not. No, we have to talk. We, we have to talk. It's the first thing you do. These guys don't talk. Well, they're hooligans, well, but I'm sure they do talk. Talking. Tal, why don't you go talk to them? Yeah, if you want to, Tal, that could be a good idea. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll sling my uh, my quarterstaff back across my back, and. As I'm walking by um, Dirk, I'm going to say, Come when I say cold. I just nod. And so I'm going to start trudging out towards them. I'm going to, like, wrap my arms around myself, start walking, looking at the ground, not paying attention, just, like, look like I'm trudging through the cold. What is she doing? Uh, talking like you said oh she forgot a blanket oh my goodness like as they're saying this i'm just like drawing my sword taking my shield out (laughs) you guys never hear of a conversation (laughs) uh as you walk up uh how close are you trying to get them you're you're seeing these figures now outlined along this outside of the snow yeah i when when i saw them last i was on the side of the road i was minding my own business how far away were they from me? They, they were fairly far, and they still... Uh, maybe about uh, 20 feet away from you, and you were off the side of the road, and then one of them started sort of, like, trying to walk towards you a little bit. You were backing off a little bit. Mm. Maybe about 20, 15 feet away from you. Okay, so I'd like to pass within 20 feet of them mm-hmm. and have it look like like ships in the night, kind of. So, like, Tal's going to start, like, kind of humming to himself, 
like looking like he's trying to keep himself warm and keep himself like energized and humming and look like he's kind of oblivious to the fact that there's this whole group going on there. Make a performance check. <laughs> <laughs> Out in the middle of nowhere. Twelve. You're you're walking by and they're yeah. <laughs> oh wait, shut sh- sh- shut up, shut up. And you hot, just hear go, them stop. Go, hot, go, go, hot, go, yeah. go, hot. Hey kid. Huh? You lost or something? I'm. I must be. I. I, I was looking for the town. What town? Well, there was. There was supposed to be a town. Samara? Huh. Yeah, we've been to Samara. Uh, one of them looks and goes, Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? I recognize you. I saw you on the road. Yeah, and uh, uh, Keevan, the short one, punches the tall one, does most of the talking, and goes... Is that kid that wasn't afraid of you? He goes. By this time, I would have liked to position myself so that if they're all looking at me, their backs are to where I left them. So you're like walking past past them. Yeah, Yeah. I would have been walking past them. Yeah, uh, a little bit tough because you're on the side of a bluff, but at the very least, they're not facing them necessarily anymore. They go. Hell of a coincidence. To see you so far away from we w- where we first met, friend. You following us or something? Not necessarily a coincidence if we're both heading north. Not a coincidence? I told you I was heading north right off the bat. Yeah, what's you heading north for? I told you to join my people. Hey, whose side are you on? Wasn't nearly as cold then. Yeah, and at that, like, I'll just start, like, <laughs> taking the go. We're up. And I just start running off, Don't and I won't yell happening. or anything, but I'm just going to beeline it to, like, the last person in the group. Cool. Uh, I want you to make a stealth check. Yeah. Um, you already have disadvantage, but it would have been. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Excellent. Yeah, percent A hundred percent. And and uh, the one goes, no, no, no. I'd like to hear what sides you're on. It's not often we see someone follow us for a month. I'm not following you, you're following me. Yeah, and who are you following? My people! And at, like, I'm getting more and more frustrated every time he asks, and as, yeah. as soon as I say that, I whip my uh, quarterstaff off my back and I go to slam him in the jaw. Yeah, as, as you do that, uh, roll a, uh, this is just an opposed dex check because we haven't quite entered combat yet. Check? Yes. 12. 12? Okay. Just dodges out of the way and goes, uh, pulls out, pulls out a fight. He goes, new rules, kid. Anything goes. Dragon's might, huh? At the same time as the, one of them on the side goes, what the hell? And they turn around and see someone trying to sneak and going, clink, 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 <laughs> along the wall. And they go, ah! They came for the persimmons! <laughs> As all of a sudden they pull out clubs, swords, awful little uh, axes, and they turn around and they go, Hey, you're not taking this. Where we go, there's no rules. We take you. We can take you with us, but you're not going to like what shape you're in. 
We're here to talk! <laughs> I would Lior and say, when are they going to stop talking? They're not really engaging them in a good verbal dialogue. As Lior yells, we're here to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you swing your quarterstaff back away from his face, and Dirk runs with a sword, yeah. somehow holding a shield and also two hands on a sword over your head. And Paige, I feel like you're just in the background going, eh. Eh. <laughs> That's where we're going to end <laughs> our very first session of the, I want to say, tonally very accurate yeah. venture into Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series. If you've stuck around, thank you so much for watching, and stay tuned for the next episode to see what happens in Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Ooh. Yeah. We did it! We did yeah. it! And you did it too! <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Who's Taking Watch podcast. Our next chapter will be airing next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, with the podcast format releasing the following day on Wednesday. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and dragons might be upon you. See you next time. <laughs>